Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. It's me, Sean Green, and it's uh, time for a great little time. It's time for Halfway Okay, the Halfway Okay program. Everybody? That's a good one. Thanks. Uh, I'm trying to change it up and make it longer and uh, sounding more stilted. Uh, to hurt our listeners. Mm-hmm. I, hi, Dan, okay. Hey, I, it's me, Sean. I, uh, and we got Danny. It is I. Wah, wah, the voice. <laughs> <laughs> I like, you know, I, I like the combination. Yeah. I like where this is going and growing. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you're here, Danny. Listeners, I'm glad you're out there too. Uh, are you ready for a good show? Is your is your spirit ready to dance with ours? Because I'm ready to have a great little time. Uh, it's just Danny and I, but who? We don't need anybody else. We don't need anybody. We don't need a Tony or a Reka or a Jeff or a Jared or a Julie. Actually, I need Jared. I need Julie. But they couldn't do it today because we didn't ask one of them, and the other one's sick. So it's just us, which is fine. Who cares? Am I am I worried because I didn't prepare enough for the show? So now I'm just kind of just talking and rambling about it. I do like how you seem to write like downwards in your notes so that it looks longer. <laughs> Instead of I don't write across like it's a complete. Like I see lines, I can't read them, but it'll be like yeah. one word or two words, and then you'll go to the next sentence. Well, I don't want to get caught up. These notes, by the way, are good, and I'm gonna, you know, we're we're now completely. It's season five now because I guess that's the thing. Structure free, baby, and we're not doing the structure anymore because I agreed uh, to not do that anymore with Danny, even though it still helps me. Uh, Danny hates it. No help. And the joke is over where I make the structure and Danny just deconstructs it. Get it, everybody? So to start off in news, <laughs> uh, I do have some blood news. Oh. To bring that old uh, okay. gym back. Well, good. You're, are you familiar? Uh, and this is blood news uh, football edition. Mm. Are you familiar with Zay Jones, oh wide God. receiver for the Buffalo Bills? <sighs> Keep it short. No. Yes or no? No, of course not. Okay. How, why would I possibly know about a Buffalo football man? He just mouthed the words black guy to me. <laughs> why, why would he possibly know about that? I know well, plenty of black guys. I love black guys. Name I've three. seen Get Out. Name, th- <laughs> name three? Name three uh, black guys that you know. Oh, God. Full real, names. Real life? Full names. In real life? Yes. I'm not going to name full names. Well, then I don't care. Anyway, <laughs> Zay Jones. Okay. Uh, and I haven't followed up on this story, so I don't know if like it was explained like why this happened. Hmm. There's was footage released. This led up to his arrest, but oh. he was in his girlfriend's apartment building on the 30th floor, naked. <laughs> and uh, I don't know why that was that funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> You're like... Uh, the, the average like British television viewer. <laughs> if someone's fucking naked, or there's a man in a dress, <laughs> I'm you fucking falling. lose your mind. If there's a drop of blood anywhere near someone's porcelain white hand, <laughs> get me out of there. Too scary. Uh, the video opens up with him 
naked, uh, trying to get away from his fucking brother, who's okay. also in the NFL. Naked, plays, too? No. Okay. Fully clothed. He plays for the Minnesota Vikings. He's trying to stop his brother, and his brother is saying shit like, I got to do it. I got to do this. I'm going to fight for Jesus. Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like like physically fighting his brother to get away from him, and his brother's trying to contain him because something's obviously happening. Okay. Like, <laughs> okay. You don't just like run naked down a hall going to fight for Jesus okay. like, regularly. Sure. No, I wouldn't think of it. So the footage uh, continues, and then he goes back the other way, which apparently is towards his uh, girlfriend's apartment. And then you just hear like a crash and a woman screaming. Oh. He put his fucking naked foot through the fucking window at the end of the hall. Oh, dear. He was gonna, he was trying to jump out from the 30th floor. Foot first? I get, well, I think he was trying to break the window. Oh. Uh, then the footage cuts out and then comes back up with like investigators and stuff. All right. It might just be like the fucking super. For insurance purposes of recording all this. How many floors? This is on the 30th floor. Jeez, you're not going to survive that? Well, Go on, sorry. Sometimes when you're fighting for Jesus. I I agreed. Or maybe he's going to fight Jesus. I'm not sure. (laughs) Jesus, take the wheel of my my spirit plane. Well, no, there is that old urban legend that if you jump from a 30th floor, (laughs) you get to fist fight Jesus. Not with a bloody foot, though. They're very... very, uh... It's like kickboxing. Oh. Anyway, uh, I guess when you build an apartment building with at least 30 floors, you don't just put, like, cheap glass in the fucking windows. That seems right. Exit out into death. Mm -hmm. So he did fucking force a hole through it with his foot, but it was not the biggest hole. And this did not deter him from trying to get out. So he started, like trying to shove his arms and body uh, through this fucking uh, small, like, foot-shaped uh, hole. And I didn't see the aftermath of him, but the fucking hall after that, like, it looked like... If it was a fucking video game, mm-hmm. you'd be like, okay, they're fucking trying a little too hard. <laughs> You're like... I get it, spooky blood. But there's, like, Halloween decoration-esque <clears throat> bloody handprints all the fucking way down the hall, Ugh. big pools of blood, like in the Ugh. hallway on the floor. This just happened. This is like uh, last week or this week. My lord. Yeah, and they don't know. Well, at least the last time I looked at it, because after the blood stuff was over, I was, you know, I'm not interested anymore. <laughs> Live or dead doesn't matter to me. But uh, they don't know if like he just developed schizophrenia or he was on drugs or something. Or was this a concussion thing? These concussions. I don't think concussions really make you do shit like that. I don't know. I've heard a lot of things. They make you dogfight. <laughs> well, that that's that's a truly gross story, Danny. Yeah. That's Oh, at the very end though. Mhm. Uh there's the the investigator I was telling you that's filming like puts his hand out like you can kind of it comes into frame and you can see him trying to mess with something on the wall. And blood drips from the ceiling onto his hand. Oh my goodness! <laughs> no, I no. I but then a man comes out naked. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. But then blood drips from the ceiling onto him. <gasps> but the blood forms a dress. <laughs> 
and then blood drips on the dress. <gasps> the, re- the the ending might not have been accurate. Oh, <laughs> well, truth is stranger than fiction sometimes. Uh, so maybe uh, that's not what you said. To cheer you up, though, mm. after that blood talk. Yes. Uh, moving on in further news, since we're still on the news. Yeah, segment. this is great. <laughs> uh, oh, actually, even though like I'm re-implementing the structure yeah. to be a dick. <laughs> yes. I'm still subverting it, even though I'm the one putting it in, because this is something I've been watching. Oh, perfect. <laughs> but to cheer you up, though, like I started watching Project Runway. <sighs> and it's different than I thought. Like, I didn't oh, know. Oh, oh, hold on. Heidi Klum was like the host. Oh, yeah. She's a prey mantis of yeah. a woman. Real quick, wh- what season are you starting with? One. Are you. This is great. Where else do you fucking start? I'm so excited right now. Please uh, continue. I've only watched like a couple episodes. What do you think? I like it. Like, Isn't it great? I, I thought at first when I started watching it, I thought that like Tim Gunn must be on the other seasons, but he's the mentor. Yeah, he's he's one of the, he started this whole mm-hmm. thing. Uh, a couple of M impressions I have. I fucking hate Jay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the worst. And I fucking love April. Season one's a long time ago. It was April from the first season. April 1st. <laughs> April Fool's Day, you dumb idiot. <laughs> oh. I watched 13 Ghosts, the remake, like a real man. Oh, man. You really got me. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if it's accurate or not that there was an April on the first season. I feel like there's a J in every season, though. So, I, man, no, that sucks. I did look up uh, Project <laughs> Runway on Wikipedia for <laughs> for 45 seconds when I was constructing this. That's a really great trick em up. I'm really, I'm deeply. Uh, I was I, so excited. I really did watch 13 Ghosts again, though. I've never even. What is that about? George Clooney's on a boat. You never seen Thirteen Ghosts? Why would I watch a movie about thirteen or ghosts? Well, first of all, I don't like horror. Well, you unless liked, it's funny. You liked House on a Haunted Hill, right? Ooh, yeah! Yikes! The castle film. Yeah, Thirteen Ghosts was another castle film. Wow, that they remade. I, I'm, I think Thirteen Ghosts the remake was before the House on a Haunted Hill remake. How many good gifts are from it? Is there a skeleton puppet gift pushing a lady into acid? I'm sure there probably are, but like. 13 Ghosts is like the one movie where I'm like, I'm fucking glad that that was remade. Oh, where there's an original 13 Ghosts? Yeah, it's an old castle film like House on Haunted Hill, like I just fucking said. Oh. Huh. I, so do you watch the original or the remake? I like both, but I, when I was watch what I was watching instead of Project Runway. Uh-huh. By the way, in my notes, I wrote down Project Trickway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't look at them. Yeah, but... uh. I've, I was I watched the remake recently. Hmm. Like uh, fucking Matthew Lillard is in it. I don't know who that is. You know fucking Matthew Lillard. I don't know who Matthew Lillard. He was is. Stu from Scream. Oh, Lily. He was. Uh, he had a episode role in House MD. No, I don't. I don't know House. Uh, he was SLC Punk, one of your favorite movies. <gasps> oh, I loved SLC Punk. I do actually like that movie a lot. <laughs> uh, Antonio from Wings. From your favorite show, Monk, That's not... is the dad, the main dude no. in the 13 Ghosts remake. Oh, I'm in. Uh, their nanny uh-huh. is, uh, shit, what is her fucking name? Oh, she was like a rapper. Missy Elliott. No. 
We have uh, to talk about that. What are, oh, about you stealing jokes? We'll talk about it. Sean Mencia. Oof. God damn it. Her first name is like, is Digga something. Hmm. It's <laughs> not a real name. Well, it's her rap name. Oh, neat. And she does like the closing credits. <laughs> and it's a fucking awesome song. And I think Jared needs to cover it for we real. We got 13 ghosts, not one, not two. We got 13 ghosts going to eat you. It's not, is that it? It's not as like... <laughs> 80s, early 90s is that. It's not Where like... Where they, they clearly don't know anything about what they're just rapping about, but they just incorporate... Like LL Cool J's Deep Blue Sea. But it's like a more spooky related song. All right. But uh, yeah. Well, that Jared sounds cool. But yeah, 13 Ghosts is fucking awesome, and Project Runway is not. And April Fool's Day jokes are the worst, and I do not care for them. What... Because they're all fucking web-based. Oh, no. Now, yes. But still, in real life, ones are funny. Tricks should be dark. See, <sighs> what I did there is I built Sean up and made him excited and made him think we were sharing a bond. And then I crushed it. It's This is even going to... This this episode's going to air before April 1st is even... Yeah, but it's going to be our last one. Oh, that's right. But, like, April Fool's Day now is like... Did you go to AWOL.com? <laughs> they switched the L and the O around. I'm losing my mind! <laughs> it's the loudest I've ever been on the show. <laughs> um, the, the, I, I, I'm, I also don't particularly care for April Fool's type stuff, though I still, I whenever I think back to when y- I used to do the halfway okay video program Mm -hmm. where I was basically a strange man child and I didn't know what I was doing, but I kept doing it and it required way too much effort. Kind of like this podcast. This, yeah, this is also a lot of effort, but we can say F and D. (laughs) Um, But the, the, the April fool's day episode is still my absolute favorite. It's the only one where I'm like, I'm proud of this. This is the best one. Because we, we, did it, I don't want to say we put a spin on it because that sounds like fucking stupid. Yeah. But like we fucking made it dumb. Like Yeah. It was very dumb. It isn't like, like every, like I feel like, and I'm glad we're talking about this because I feel like every fucking podcast has to, has to be like, we're changing the subject, uh, macaroni. What? Or <laughs> like, we're not, we're done podcasting or whatever. We're just going to talk, we're going to eat macaroni. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> Where are these macaroni podcasts? Oh, it's fucking these April Fool's idiots. It's all they go to. They don't. <laughs> it's nothing fun. Yeah. Oh, they're going to talk about macaroni. Huh? No, you're not. What are you doing? I'm so confused right now. What I'm trying to get at is <laughs> we're going to be changing this podcast to talk about macaroni. I do have all my notes. My notes ravioli. I've been eating. Eating and thinking about and obsessing over ravioli lately of all kinds. Don't eat ravioli or macaroni. They're I like non foods. I'm not joking about ravioli, but no. So it, it, you know. What was with the what you did there with your voice? About like April Fool's days. Oh, gotcha. Get I, it? I had already forgotten about that. Oh, are we moving on from that? If you want to, let's let's get into ravioli a bit. I'm done with it. I'm done talking about ravioli. I'm here to eat it, not to talk about it. <laughs> All right? Give me some voli and give me a fork. 
Have you ever, does Fazoli's make ravioli? They do not. If Seriously? I, I'd be their day fun. Their fucking name sounds like ravioli. Uh-huh, but they don't. They got they ziti, don't. they got fettuccine, they got spaghetti, they got big panese, they got pizza, and they got breadsticks. They don't have ravioli. None of those sound. Know, that, go on, sorry. I'm none being of very those sound like Fazoli's as much as ravioli does. Ra- ravioli Fazoli's. Actually, we shouldn't talk shit about Fazoli's because you do have a sponsor. Oh, they're, they're our a sponsor. sponsor now. Yeah, that's so we have to. Let's, let's change the subject real quick. Uh, man, you know, I, I've been thinking about this, Danny. You know how, how much, you know, I get into the idea of getting into things with friends. Like, you know, like we're going to get really into this specific thing and, and, and really share a bond over it. This is what I think we should do. And I want you to open your mind, clear your heart out. My mind is always open. And open, hollow out that heart. And have it be able it's already to be... hollowed. It's there's nothing in there. Perfect. The whole chest cavity is hollow. Well, I hope it's all, I hope it's all waxed up and ready ready for this idea because this is a, a great idea. There's a lump <laughs> of wet black hair that Ew. is not mine, Ew. and a ball where my heart should be. It makes oh. it very embarrassing at the doctor's <laughs> office. <laughs> uh, you're not not so much of a heartbeat as just a slither and a whine. It's when uh, that's a doctor. Oh. When they put the popsicle stick yep. into my tongue, mm-hmm. these hands come out from inside my mouth, <laughs> and then just streams and streams of like wet black hair come out. Oh, it is very embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Yep. So you're um, talking about the doctor's office? Yeah. What I want to do is, and and okay, I the might, doctor? No, because I'm not sick. Of of this idea, it's like <laughs> this is really good. I'm, I thought you were just like <laughs> trying to subliminally put it out there that you don't have STDs by <laughs> saying it like that. Everybody, I'm clean, clean, clean bill of health. During your uh, comedy stand-up, mm. you should, out of context, explicitly state that you are STD-free. <laughs> That'd be really funny. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. No, but let me get back to my point. Mm-hmm. Here's what we need to get into. I want to get in, and I'm not doing this. This is a real is this thing. this fucking something like Beyblades or fucking Pogs? No, or? this is cool. <laughs> Furbies. They had a resurgence like in 2014. Are you just saying that because I said dumb examples? And, and No, I literally to... have Furbies written down. I've had oh. this written down for the past like four shows, and I haven't gotten to it yet. I feel like we need to get into Furbies. On like a hobby grade level. As an investment? Not an investment. Just a hobby. What do you think? No. Okay. Well, hold on before you answer. Did you see the last resurgence of Furbies that they had? They had, no. They had, their eyes were screens. They weren't even like the weird like eyeballs. That's kind of cool. They were uh, screens, uh, so they could emote way more than the original eyes, I'm which in, were more like Teddy Ruxpin eyes. I'm in my mid-30s. Uh-huh. I'm single. Yeah. I have two lame jobs. Bruh. I live in the basement of my mother's house. All this... I'm not going to fucking start collecting Furbies. No, no, no! Just one. And we, like, mod them and shit. <laughs> I'm sure there's a, a Furby modding community out there, Damien. Why don't you just get into fucking vaping? No, I don't vape. I don't Furby. 
you can. So can you. I can't vape. It's illegal. Just think about it. No. Think. Just think. Of, just give it some thought. No. Well, I don't. Was that supposed to take up the next fucking hour as you did a fucking Furby tutorial? I wrote it eight times on here because I thought it was going to take a while. Wow. Uh, Fucking stop buying shit that makes Julie feel like she lives in a nightmare. Well, I think we could convince her. (laughs) Yeah, actually, I can see Julie being in the Furbies. And again, not collecting a bunch. Just find the color combination that really means something to you. That's how it always starts. I'm a one and done kind of guy. Like if I if Pokemon were roll, mm-hmm. I'd have one Pokemon to be done. You wouldn't even have a full team. No, why? I'm not gonna fight anybody. I'm just gonna hang out. So what, what Pokemon? Um, I'm glad you asked. Um, I'm probably not... like a shiny Charizard with a <laughs> nose ring. <laughs> no, that's crazy. I honestly, I, because I wouldn't be fighting or anything like that. I'd probably just choose like a one of the neat, cute ones. Probably like why not? You wouldn't or, battle uh, Zigzagoon. No. Why? Why would I? Why would I battle? Because that's what they want to do. Yeah, that's true. Well, then I would do like a a, a, like a little cup kind of thing. I wouldn't try to you know because my favorite Pokemon is Snorlax, but mm. owning a Snorlax would suck because they eat like a thousand pounds of food a day. They're not fun. You know what I mean? But a Zigzagoon? Oh my god! You could control a bridge though. <laughs> and if I control the bridge, I control everything. You'd just be a real nuisance. Well, I don't know. I'd have to really give it some thought. I would probably. So what happens when you get into a battle, though, and like your opponent just has things that it's weak to and you can't switch out? Well, then me and my Zigzagoon or Primeape. Ooh, probably Primeape. Yeah, that probably a Primeape. We'd, we'd just have a nice battle and um, then it'd be like, oh, you win. Uh, you don't black out and they give you all your money in, your, in real life. Your primate though only has like buff moves and baton pass. <laughs> that, like, <laughs> that was like a deeper Pokemon joke. That's, yep. Hey guys, you Poke Blasters, huh? You go, like this show? Go to Bulbapedia to fucking translate that. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to. I like why not quite a bit. Look, the most important thing is I don't think it's that crazy of an investment. Uh. Money wise, they're very cheap, and then we could really start get, hack these these Furbies. Think about it. Uh, if anyone in the friendship club wants to get into it, let me know. I'm talking. I'm looking at you, Viv, um, or Philip. He seems like one of these. Philip probably guys. already has Furbies. Uh-huh. I have several books about Furbies that Casey lent me from his library. Was that a Furby or was that Philip? Uh, I'm Philip the Furby. Scribble, scribble. I, I am not getting a Furby, uh, but I will back you up and support you if you model your Furby after Philip and I, name it Philip and try to make it look as much as like <laughs> Philip as you can. I would love that. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm so in. It looks like this is a hobby of one. I'm fine with that. Um, you know what? Uh, we really need to get to our sponsor break. Um, everybody, uh, we'll be right back. Halfway okay, we'll be right back. Want pizza? Want pasta? Want something to tantalize your tasters? Well then say hello, Thieves, to Fazoli! Fazoli's Pizza and Pasta Incorporated is the best new place to get your rockin' good eats. We offer a warm, comfy atmosphere that welcomes you with open arms and a smile. May we take your order? Just listen to the owner, Johnny Fazoli himself! 
Okay, um, from the top of this, we gotta we gotta address something. Um, I'm a it's Uncle Lou. He's at the fucking door again. Oh, what a great break! We I need to address something from the top before I forget. I uh, official friend and bard of the show Vivian Vivian L- L- Lewis Lewis. Um, uh, pointed out that uh, the Missy Elliott joke that I invented, uh, someone already got to it in a different way. <laughs> joke thief. I did not think I was stealing it. Uh, for uh, for those of you who didn't remember, the joke is basically this. Oh, you know, E.T., on the, on the way back to his home planet, uh, you know, saying goodbye to Elliott, he started getting into hip hop. Yeah, particularly Missy Elliott. Uh, I don't, I didn't follow the joke and I couldn't find the audio, but apparently... Ricky Gervais crony Carl Pickleton uh, was the Carl one. Carl Pilkington, and he's he's a world treasure. Sure. Um, I get it. We send him to different countries, and he doesn't like pickles. Uh, and then so he, apparently he made some joke. I didn't follow what Vivian was saying. I could not find the audio of it, but apparently I stole it. So so let's, let's have final verdict here, Danny. As my manager, my comedy manager, can I use this? No. When I hit on stage. Okay. Well, no, then we need a replacement well, joke. He's not and talking about time. it now because I called him out on it earlier. But before we podcasted, uh, he went over this and filled me in on his new joke. <laughs> what and, is this? Okay. And he I'll, was like, bite. he was like, man, I don't think, uh, I think Bigfoot is blurry. You're just ripping off. You were just telling a bunch of Mitch Hedberg jokes. Oh, no, I wasn't doing that. Oh, that's very funny. Hey, man, if you... That's pretty good. <laughs> need a sign. Um, it, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do, and I don't know what to replace it with. And we go on in two weeks. On a traffic light, green means go. Yeah. Yellow means slow down. Red means stop. On a banana, it's the opposite. Okay. I don't want to just do... Med- I, thought, I thought you were just trying to steal more jokes. Listeners, I just uh, want to save Mitch Hedberg jokes now. Well, we're not doing that. Mitch Hedberg is overrated at best. Um, Mitch Hedberg was funny. No, I get it. He wears a hoodie, like me. Um, <clears throat> when did he wear a hoodie? I don't know. I'm assuming. He was on that 70s show. Did he have long hair? Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Um, <laughs> I've been... I've been, I would like, I've been, I've been watching a lot of movies lately. And I don't Me normally. Too. Well, this is like thirteen ghosts. Okay. Well, th- I'm watching current movies. I'm trying to stay more cultured. I've watched several of the Oscars movies, um, and I have, to, I have to say something because I don't know. The Hangover Part Four is not an Oscar movie, Sean. Well, it, it could have been if they weren't robbed. just because. The Walmart collection you bought of it included a T-shirt and a poster. 
it says I'm hung. And then really little, little it says over. That's pretty good. Get it? Um, so, okay. So I've watched these movies. And for people that don't know, because I'm such. How many movies on. did you watch? Hold, let me, hold on. I'll look. That I'm willing to talk about right now. Yeah. That are recent films. 2017 or 18. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six movies. Jeez. I know. That I want to talk about. I've seen more, but I want to talk about these. Not in, in You want to talk about seven movies. I want to talk I don't want to talk about them in length. I just want to give the general thing. And luckily, I'm such a unique and special guy who has a crazy nostalgic nineties attitude that I have my own rating system for movies that everyone just loves so much on social media, which is I rate for movies by in the army now. No. I rate movies by Encino Man because Encino Man is my favorite movie. As I, I just sat on walls. You know, for people that people don't know about this little cute thing I do, and now you're ruining it with your, with your. Well, my old rating system yeah. was son-in-laws, uh-huh. and then you were like, "That's pretty good." That's not true. I'm gonna. That's not true. So here, the the bit is. My favorite movie is Encino Man. It's not, but I really like it. It's funny. So I rate movies in Encino Man's. It's funny, right? So one to five Encino Man's instead of stars. Can you believe how much of a, of a little fucking inspiration I am? So I'd like to give a rundown of these movies that I saw. And if you have questions or if you've seen these movies as well, Danny, please interject. And I, then I want to tell you my favorite movie pick of 2017. How how much do you think I've seen any of these? I think you've seen some of them. Okay. So the first one I'd like to, to give a rating to is Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Three Encino Mans out of five. Spoiler alert. It's not that great. Shape of Water. A.K.A. Amelie meets the creature from the Black Lagoon. You know what I give it? Is there a Gilman in that movie? Yes. Really? Yeah. How have I not heard about that? Shape of Water won Best Picture. DiMerlo Galorgo uh, won all the prize money. Oh, it's a Gilman Del Toro, however yeah. the fuck you say his my name. First, I didn't even know that. Oh, my first time ever seeing that movie uh, or, or anything from him, and I was not impressed. Three and a half Encino Mans. You haven't seen like Pan's Labyrinth? No, why would I watch that? Because it's a fucking great movie. Yeah, it's in Spanish. I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> hey, hey, man. Hey, uh, speak English if you're going to be a movie in my country, buddy, Billy. Um, get Out. Four Encino Mans. Very well done. Good job. Uh, I'm Itania. Three and a half Encino Mans, not worth the hubbub. That's like where a man uh, turns his iPod into a his girlfriend. Yeah, and it's not, it's very distasteful. That's um, how we should have do this. You should tell me the movies that I haven't <laughs> seen. I try to guess what they're about. And then the other one is, there's two more. The, and, uh, so I saw Annihilation. There was really a fucking Gilman in that movie then? Yeah. Let's I don't want to ruin it. anything about it, but yeah, there's a... You go into that movie knowing that there's going to be a Gilman? Yeah. Hmm. It's in the trailers and it takes place in like olden times and everything's green. It's It's neat, I guess, I but it's it. just, I, I mean, you can rent it now on Amazon prime for five ninety nine. Um, annihilation. Did you hear about this? Annihilation. Mm-mm. It's neat. Sounds like a WCW pay-per-view. <laughs> 
WCW Annihilation. We got Goldberg here. I can't believe it. He laid out Fit Finley in one big old spear. Oh, my God. You fucking leave Fit Finley out of this. I love fucking Fit Finley. Um, the, the feud, and you won't understand this, but no one will. <laughs> the right. feud between Fit Finley and Zozo Heyman. I don't know is one of Heyman. the greatest wrestling feuds of all time. I don't know. I don't know this. Cool inside joke. Uh, so then these are fucking inside jokes. I don't know about this shit. In, uh, Annihilation. You never seen it? No. Well, it's a three and a half in Cena, man. I don't know if I'd recommend it. What's it about? Ugh. Well, this isn't even a spoiler. Tell me the it, exact ending. This isn't even a spoiler because it it shows it at the very fucking beginning, where they where if they would have kept it. If they would have kept it kind of like a, I don't know about it, it'd be fine. It It's aliens, but yeah. like, it's basically like, okay. What kind of aliens? What do they look like? Are oh, they like oof. grays? Are they like no, H.R. No. Geiger fucking penis no, chimeras? No, neither. Like the, the concept. Chimeras, not chimeras. The, 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 uh, uh, the basic concept behind it was neat. I just felt like basically. What do the fucking this, aliens look like? It does. It, you can't really. It, it's hard to describe. They're not really aliens, but they are. They just look like people. It's more of like, it's more like the, the let me, let me explain what the movie is and then maybe you'll understand what I'm what talking about. What was that television show? Well, just interrupt me. Where the, no, please. Where the aliens were just bald people with like spots on their Alien head. Nation. They got I drunk off the sour milk and shit. salt water killed them. That, mo- that show was good and the movie was good too. I just want to see cool fucking aliens. Speaking of, there's the fucking alien from Signs trying to get, did you stop it? No, I did not. Oh, there's the alien from Signs trying to get in the door right now. No, you're going upstairs, you shit fucker. So, Sean is upstairs yelling at Julie now for some reason. I feel like I need to call the police. This happens like every time. Oh my god. After everything I do for this cat, let me tell you something real quick. We'll get back to Annihilation Talk in a moment. Alienation Talk. He's been a royal terror for the past, since we started doing this podcast, because Danny keeps giving him table food. And he just begs and begs for every kind of thing. He wants fucking He did that when I first met him. He wants. He's been doing that. Turkey bacon. And, uh, but can I tell you? It's really it's driving me nuts. I might have to put him down. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a joke. How? It's the, so other, vain. the other night, I was sleeping in bed, and the, he sleeps in, and I have my arm like a teapot handle. Is that what people mm-hmm. call it? Yeah. And then he curls up in the little nook of my arm every night, right? Yeah. And he was so tightly wound, like a little, like a little fucking, like a little turnip. Just all in there. And then, and it was really sweet. And then he shuddered, like kind of violently, because I think, I don't know how people like shudder and get weird when they're sleeping. And it was like, it freaked me out. I was like, did he just fucking die? And so I had to like poke him a little bit to wake him up to just make sure that he wasn't dead. And can I tell you something? When this cat dies, I am going to lose my mind. Well, we've talked about this. We wish that we would die the same time our cats did. If I don't, 
You know what I'm going to do? You're going to listen to old episodes and happen to go across the part where you just said you were going to put them down and then laughed. That's a great joke. It's a killer joke. And then went on to say that it was a good joke. <laughs> In reality, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get into like, uh, you know, when an a, an anime child ninja is running and they're, they're, they're kind of bent at the waist at 90 degrees and their arms are out. Like this a, fucking like a, Dragon Ball Z shit is your new yelling at Trump. And the, the, their arms are out by their sides like a jet airplane and they're running all fast. I'm going to do that. And I'm, in my hands, I'm going to have two swords and I'm just going to run through the streets cutting up signs and, and glass doors and cars and lampposts and parking meters and plants and then the little fences they put around trees and then gates and chain link fences and I'm going to cut up fire hydrants. I'm going to cut up street signs that are out or like the signs that are out like advertising for like a bagel shop. I'm going to cut those in two. I'm going to scrape up everything. For the, for the listeners at home. Sean is wearing a Ghost in the Shell t-shirt <laughs> and a pair of the oldest Umbros I've ever seen in my life. That's not true. Though, boy, am I in a fucking Z-hole with this Dragon Ball Z. Mm, what a creamy mess. So Annihilation, right? Mm-hmm. It's like Uniasha meets Naruto Season 8. No, it is basically like, so here's the premise of the movie. And this isn't spoilery, so don't. Can you describe what the fucking aliens look like? Let me talkie. I don't care about the story. I just want to know what. I'm telling you what the aliens look like. Okay. So there's this area that's centralized around this lighthouse. Oh, they look like an area around the lighthouse. Just tell me what the aliens look like. That's all that's I want to fucking That's what I'm saying. Know. You're describing a, a landscape. Let me. <laughs> give me seven minutes. Okay. Yeah, do it now. No, do it on your tone. Fine. On your timer. And then after, if I get, if I complete my thought by the end of the seven minutes, I'm going to talk about Dragon Ball Z. You fucking act like you hate me being on here, but like you are the one that asked me to keep coming back. This is your own hell that you've created. Yeah. Yeah. You are so interrupting. It's, it's, it's infuriating. Well, if I can get somebody else. Oh, wait, no one fucking will because it's a podcast and it's 2018. (laughs) You had to dig to the lowest of the lowest of the people you know to Mm -hmm. get a co-host. I know. And this is your life now. (laughs) Seven minutes? Perfect. (sighs) This is nice. I can finally breathe and talk about all these flicks. So this annihilation, boy, oh boy. So here's the premise of the movie. Here's the premise of this movie. This lady, so they go to this, so there's this big place. That is, it's like centralized around this lighthouse where in the very beginning of the movie, some comet hits the lighthouse. You're like, and it looks all funky and weird and like rainbowy. And you're like, okay, so aliens. And then the whole rest of the movie is them trying to go. So there's this big, there's this big like wave of change that's coming from this, this lighthouse. So like, imagine if there's a lighthouse and everything around the lighthouse is crazy. And there's like, and it's all shimmery and rainbowy and fucking weird, and all the animals are all weird, and everything's weird, and the plants are all nuts. And then like, that's basically what it is. So the aliens are just everything looking nuts. It's not. There's not like an alien. It's it's Danny's doing a thumbs down. Well, you know what? I agree. It's three and a half stars. Wasn't impressed. Uh, Danny gives it zero stars based on my description. 
Um, and it's not stars, it's Encino Man's because I'm, I'm a true individual in such a card. Um, uh, so, oh yeah, so then there's this, oh, well, see, now I want Danny back for this. I guess it's, that's kind of that's kind of the double-edged sword of the seven minutes uh, in terrible heaven, huh? What do we got? Five minutes, 20 seconds. That is not, that is too long. All right, so. I guess I'll just I'll, I guess I'll I'll list my favorite Dragon Ball Z characters in order. Um, I have to say first and foremost is Krillin. Uh, he's a true blue friend of Goku, and I really like him. And uh, and I think he's great. Um, after that, I'm gonna go definitely Mr. Satan. He is so funny, and and has a good heart, and he's really great. Um, after that, I really like uh, the original. <laughs> what? What is okay? This is that's a copyrighted music. We're gonna get taken off YouTube. Okay, you, I, I absolve you of your of your punishment. Please go back four minutes thirty two seconds. Okay, that's fine. I can still talk about these. Yeah, the three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri movie. I really thought that I'd like it better because it has that lady from Almost Famous in it, and it's it should have been good, but like, oof. It was like there were things that people did in that movie that made no sense. And I'm not I'm not saying that here's the thing about all these movies, ladies and gentlemen. There's a tweeness to these movies. Oh, I also saw Lady Bird. Hold on, write that down. Lady Bird. Uh and I liked Lady Bird. I'd give Lady Bird a four. I'd give Lady Bird a four. A four in Ceno Man's. I liked Lady Bird. It was very much a coming of age story. That I uh, that I couldn't relate to, um, but uh, Julie could relate to it a, a little bit. You know, she went to Catholic school, and she's also a woman, and her her uh, mom is also Jackie from Roseanne. So it uh, it really worked out. It was a good Lady Bird, and we, you know, uh, you know that was a good one. This Lady Bird, but no, all these movies have this tweeness to it. It's like they 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 like. I don't know. I, 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 I'm very uncomfortable with it. And then, like, two different bathtub maps. Tweed? Twee. Twee. Like, cute. Like, cute and indie and, like, <laughs> Juno. And there were, like, there were, like, two, like, two in both two of these movies. There were these masturbation scenes inside of a bathtub with ladies. And I was like, what is this a theme? What's up with that? Get it, get it off my airwaves, okay? I don't need that garbage. You know what I mean? I don't need that trash. Get, get some good wholesome... Danny, come back. How many times do I... No, you're fucking messing with the clock. You're fucking with it. Hey, there's no way there's two minutes and 36 seconds left. You're fucking with it. I know you are. You fucking... Give me the, give me the tapes. Scout's honor? You were no, you were no scout. I was a Boy Scout for one day. <laughs> and Danny agreed. You were too? Was it because they didn't have crafts? Oh, there was no crafts anymore. And they talked about camping. And I'm like, nope, I'm out. And I was like, I don't want to do this. I want arts and crafts with the other little boys. And I want to make spaceships out of egg cartons. Otherwise, I'm not interested. The costumes also were fucking stupid. Fuck it all. And then like, I mean, come on. Boy Scouts, what are you doing? 
Also, fucking Boy Scouts in there, or and Cubby Scouts with their fucking popcorn varieties instead of fucking Girl Scout cookies. Eat shit. Girl Scouts all the way. Brownies and Girl Scouts, yo. It's what it's all about. Can you believe how progressive I am? How many minutes? This is terrible. Oh, it's off. Phone's off. What's your passcode? Oh, my God. One minute, 25 seconds, everybody. So, in closing, I have to say that all these movies were okay. Uh, but the best movie I've seen in the past year is a movie called Silvio. If you're familiar with Silvio, uh, you can you can rent it on Amazon. Um, there was a Vine star. This guy went by Silvio, or his, his handle on there was simply Silvio. He was this guy who dressed up like a gorilla, but he was in people clothes, and he was just doing this really weird stuff. Had this hyper-realistic, or not hyper-realistic, hyper-reality saturated weird... Uh, oh, hold on. Dan's pausing. Okay, so fucking you hate all these other movies because they're too indie and shit, but you're like, I think the best fucking movie was like this dude in a gorilla suit from fucking uh, a temporary website. That's like the most fucking college bullshit I've ever heard in my this life. This is the one I didn't... Oh, you're pausing? You're going back? Cool. Thanks for thanks for <laughs> breaking your own rules. Um, pausing again. And also, yeah. I got kicked out, kind of quit the Boy Scouts because I just walked around this guy's cornfield that night and he fucking hated it. That's he was weird. very mad. I it was doesn't... not interested in their activities. Okay. So anyway, Silvio is a very, very interesting movie. Uh there's like a peewee's playhouse vibe to his vine channel it's very neat but the movie is very much more grounded in reality even though the main character is a person who is a who is a gorilla that wears clothes and sunglasses and everyone's supposed to accept it it's very good it's very artfully done a little west anderson-y you can tell he's kind of influenced by it a little too much but for what they did for the budget everything else very good i actually give that one Four and a half in Cino Man's out of five. What a flick. I highly recommend it. Silvio, watch it today. We have 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Happy talking. I watched uh, Jeff Who Lives at Home. Speaking of Jeff that lives at home, 2018 movies. What is that? Jeff Who Lives at Home, it's... Uh, Never heard of it in my life. It's a horror. It's like eight years old. Oh. <laughs> That's as modern as movies tend to get for me. It has... Uh, what's the dude's name from Freaks and Geeks? And then he was on uh, How I Became Your Mother. Oh, Jason Siegel. Yeah. I like him. He's Jeff Who Lives at Home. And his brother is Ed Helms. I like him. From Aunt, who, who plays Andy. Yeah. On The Office. Um, it's about... I sat down to watch it. I just wanted something to fucking watch. And I have a long history of not trusting Jason Segel based on how fucking creepy his character was on Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. It also, <laughs> yeah. It also made me realize I have a harder time getting over people's other characters' misdeeds than like the fucking <laughs> actors and actresses. That's only natural. But this, this movie redeemed Jason Segel to me. Okay. Uh, I was watching it, and it's about a guy in his 30s who lives in his mom's basement hmm. and is a big fucking loser. Is that even relatable? <laughs> well, at first I thought my rights had been infringed upon. <laughs> and, this is my story. Yeah, this, but it's actually, I realized it wasn't about me when like the end was like kind of happy and satisfying. Hmm. Well, maybe your end will be happy and satisfying. I don't know. But you should watch Jeff, who lives at home. It's actually a pretty good movie. Okay, can we do something? Let's have a movie exchange. Let's have this be an ongoing series 
thing. What do you mean? We do, I'll tell you. Every week, we give each other a movie project. No, because you'll never fucking... I will. You'll be like, I didn't get around to it this week. I promise I will. It's for show. How many times have I loaned you films? Yeah, like The Jackal Man or whatever. You fucking asked to borrow it. I'm bored with everything. You just like having other people's Blu-rays. I know, I sell them. And then I didn't get to fucking watch it for like three fucking months. Because every time I come over, you'd be like, oh, we're going to watch it. And then you would never do it. But for this is for real this time. Like the Furbies, I'm going to have to pass. Oh, come, no, hold on. Listen, I'll watch your Jason Siegel's movie. No, because you just pick something that might be appealing to you, not my choice. And then no, you're okay. going to make me watch. Okay, then I'll say this. You're going to make me watch this fucking ape man movie. No, no. <laughs> you give me one to watch and then I'll give you one to watch. That's we'll just do it, and then it'll be show content. Look, I can hear them right now. The listeners, sweet listeners, are like, "Wow, oh, what a great idea! Nothing interests us more than the interests of these two people we listen to. They're they're loving it." There's no restrictions on this. No zero restrictions, as long as it's not anything auditiony. I don't want to watch anything that gross. Okay, that scares me. My restriction uh-huh. is that you don't get to suggest a movie for me. <laughs> okay. No restrictions. Give it to me. What is it? I don't have one off the top of my head right now. Well, then come on. Give me you one. just fucking came up with this. I know. I'll think of something during the break. All right. The movie I want you to watch is Cabin Boy. No, I'm out of this. Have you ever seen Cabin Boy? I fucking hate those like Rob Schneider, Adam Sandler land it's not, movies. It's not. It fucking is. It's not. You've never seen I it. I clearly just said it is. <laughs> I it's fucking not. hate Chris Elliott's face. Oh my God! He's you're ruining so this. Ugly. You're ruining this podcast for Chris every Elliot. listener. Chris Elliott is so ugly. We're gonna do a poll. Just be fucking, be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's the thing. Now, do we have to find something that we'd be able to watch, like streaming or whatever? We're not gonna make each other buy shit, right? No, it's fine. That was a good answer. No. <laughs> Something that's streaming, sure. It's streaming. Cabin Boy streaming. On HBO. I'm saying, like, if I come up with a really good suggestion that I want you to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, what if I can't find a free streaming source for it? Um, like, would you be I'll willing? I'll find a way. I'm saying if <laughs> if you had to pay, like, $3.99 to rent it on Amazon. Or I fucking rent board. everything on Amazon. Okay. It's the best. Now, here's... Here's one thing I'm going to put on this. If a week goes by and you don't fucking watch it, Mm -hmm. you have to get your eyebrow pierced. (laughs) What? (laughs) No way. Huh? No. Why? That's fucking, I'd rather die. You only have to keep it for six months. You you keep that shitty scar of it of you your body rejecting your eyebrow ring because everyone's body rejects its eyebrow ring. That reminds me of a story. Would your work not let you have an eyebrow ring? I fucking don't know. Okay, here's you probably wouldn't look good as a thirty eight year old fucking regular man. <laughs> we'll get you like a fake magnetic eyebrow ring that you have to wear in public for six months. We'll go honor system no, on this. Fucking no. Okay, honor system, I'm a rogue. I'm not doing it. That's crazy. Okay, then I'm out. Then what, what did you, are you going to get an eyebrow piercing then? If you no, because I don't have a fucking life and you know I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I know. Come on. 
Why are we having this argument on TV right now? Everyone's getting really uncomfortable. Because I want a silver lining to this, and that silver lining is seeing you in public with a fake <laughs> eyebrow ring. I can't. I will. I will do one day and go anywhere you want me to go with no, a fake. No, not one eyebrow day. Ring. That's bullshit. I want six fucking months. That's too much. Then you just have to watch the suggestions. What if something happens? What if my? What if everything burns down? Well, welcome to eyebrow ring land. Oh boy, I hate that land. It's too much. It's, it's adjacent rough. to Critters Land. <laughs> well, I really thought this is going to be a special thing that we could do together. Well, um, we'll, we'll fucking that's hash, okay. We'll hash it out over the break. No, no, no. That's fine. We don't. We don't need to do anything. I want. So this Little Women, L.A. Have you seen it? What? <laughs> Little Women, L.A. I've watched so what? much. I've watched so much shit. I haven't had anything going on this week. Little Women, L.A. Yeah. What does that mean? Like Little Women, like the uh, that old story about w- they wear dresses all the time, and then it's in L.A. No. What? Then tell what is happening. <laughs> what is this? Explain yourself. Little Women, L.A. It's a reality television show. Oh dear. <laughs> about little women in LA. See, you won't watch fucking Proj, but you'll watch. Okay, go on. This is about fucking. I don't care about fashion design. Neither did I until I started watching this Proj. Go on. Talk oh. about your little movie. It's not a movie, it's okay. a reality show. What is it? Do you have to call it Little Movie? Uh huh. Because it's about little people? Oh, dear. Oh, is that what that means? Speaking of. Uh, Are they little people? Yeah. This is a. Si- oh, I'm so sorry. This is a quick sidebar to discuss how liberal progressive Sean is. <laughs> when I got over here, Julie was in the living room. Oh Lord, hold on. Let me. Can I have? Yes. Can I have two minutes in awesome heaven? <laughs> when I get over here, Julie's in the living room, uh, welcoming me in. She's working on a sign. I asked if homecoming was coming up. Uh, Sean is in his fucking room playing with race cars or something. I was down here preparing for the show. With RC cars. Yep. Just a good fast as fuck. I go, oh, what you know? What are you doing? You don't often see people making cardboard signs when you come in their house. Julie and makes three a week. Easy. Apparently there's a, a gun control protest thing tomorrow that she's going to. And I'm like, oh, is Sean going? And she goes... No, he's going to a comic book store to sell his comics. She doesn't listen. I'm going to a comic convention to look about grading. <laughs> That's not the point I'm making. What is the point? Oh, you, Mr. Liberal or Progressive can't go to a protest. Oh. He has to. If you, if you follow me on Twitter, you'll see I retweet a lot of people's stuff. <laughs> and some of them are black. So I'm I'm pr- doing pretty well. Okay. I'm doing so pretty well. Little Women LA. Yes. I did not know that they were... Like little, it fucking. What do you think it meant? I I literally thought it was like an updated like if someone would have made like, um, the Great Gatsby, L.A. and it would be like an updated Great Gatsby movie in L.A. called Little Women, L.A. Well, because it's a fucking reality show. It's not a movie. I know. I don't know what you didn't tell me. That's like if I okay if I said McDonald's, L.A. and like oh is it about the McDonald's restaurant? It's like no, it's about this person named the McDonald's family. But the but they were in L.A. The name Little Women L.A. It's a little bit more descriptive. It's it's not than if it was just one of Little their Women last names. is literally an old ancient book. I get that. Yeah. So you thought, okay, what makes sense? A reality show about people with I, with dwarfism, or a reality show about a fucking eighteenth century 
novel. Probably the novel. That, that's, I mean, I didn't, I'm so progressive. They fucking love it in LA. That I didn't even consider. Anyway, they were, these little women. Yeah. They, uh, well, f- there's like a handful of them in this group. And I don't even know why they're friends half the time, but they fucking go off on each other over fucking nothing. <laughs> and <laughs> I can't believe it. What is this on? Is this TLC? It is on Amazon Prime. Oh boy. All right. Free for Prime members. Sweet. <laughs> Not to brag. <laughs> but there's this one part where, like, uh, I forget even why this girl makes a comment about something, but it's this is not the comment, but it's something so minute, as in, like, uh, oh, you know, like, fuck, I can't even think of a good example, but it was like something, it is not something that you start screaming at somebody over. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, you know, you, you dropped a carrot stick or something. And then this girl, Tara, is like, well, may, well, at least I'm not the one fucking lying about being sober for five years. Oh, my Lord. Like, they fucking hate each other so bad. I'm sure they're, they're 100% not prompted by the producers of the show. Yeah. That's ultimately what it is. <laughs> but you know what doesn't have any of that going on? Proj. Or 13 Ghosts. Or 13 Ghosts. <laughs> but I have been watching something that I have been actually digging. Uh Available on Amazon Prime. What's that? It's including with Prime if you're a Prime member. <laughs> not to brag. <laughs> we don't podcast to the Howell family. I mean, these people are. I love Amazon Prime. Apparently, like their CEO or whatever, or mm-hmm. their owner is like one of the worst people ever. Yeah. According to at least clickbait articles. But Amazon fucking rules. So yeah, give, I'm them, into it. give them a pass. <laughs> uh, I've been watching this Sneaky Pete. Oh, have, have you is seen that this? good? Yeah. It is really good. It has Giovanni Ribisi, who you might know from That Thing You Do. Oh, I like that movie. Yeah. Tim Hanks is in it. And in this, uh, he is hanging out with, I can't think of the other guy's name, but he's they're hanging out, and he jumps over like a parking meter thing and breaks his arm. <laughs> so they have to get Guy, a jazz drummer, to join their band. And then... <laughs> Tom Hanks comes into the picture and signs them to a deal. <laughs> Did you just and do a trick up around. on me? No, I'm describing. Oh, I'm because Giovanni Ribisi. You might know him yeah. from that thing you do. Yes. I get you follow yeah. me. Yeah, I just had to. I'm kind of cluing people in. <laughs> now, Sneaky Pete. Uh, oh, Giovanni Ribisi. Uh. Uh, plays this Polish dude who's like just getting out of prison, and his like cellmate who he's been with like the last three years is Pete. And Pete is played by he was the guy who played TB in that thing you do. Okay, you you might remember him from that thing you do. They don't. But... Uh, anyway, he uh, he was actually enlisted in the military. But then the band kind of took off. <laughs> you were fucking merging these two things. It's such an... They're both in it. They're both you, in both. I know, but you... <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand how I could be any more clear about <laughs> Sneaky Pete. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah. mm. Giovanni Ribisi's character. Yes. Uh, he's working... After all that, he's working in, like, this hardware store, and he ends up, like, dating the daughter. And then 
down the road they're like watching on television all together with the family when Guy and the rest of the Wonders are playing okay. on live television. <laughs> That's that thing you do, which you might know <laughs> two of these characters from. <laughs> but Sneaky Pete is fucking good. <laughs> it's about like conning people. Yeah. Which is pretty much our trick em ups. Yeah. And I it made me realize that I think I want to get into being a con man. Well, it's never too late. No. Uh I to work up to as a beginner, and I don't really have a teacher, I've like invented my own con. Oh. And I wanted to run it by you. Yeah, absolutely. And the listeners. You you understand the basic idea of cons, though, oh, right? Oh, absolutely. Like from television. You find a mark, and you're a grifter, and you're like, hey, buddy, yeah. take this magic box, and I'll plant it in your yard. So what I want to do is I got to, like, scope out a neighborhood or something, find a, a family probably with, like, a weaker security system just mm-hmm. because I'm new. Yeah, yeah, of course. There's a learning curve. I'm new. Got me some slack. <laughs> Who they have children, yeah, okay, yeah, young children. And what I want to do is break into their house at night and go into the children's bedroom, yeah, and tell them that I'm the ghost of their dead real dad, huh? <laughs> okay. okay, yeah, I mean, this is gonna take a while, yes. Like, <laughs> Are you gonna be dressed up? Like a ghost, you can like yeah, put like, flower on yourself, like or a anything. Civil War soldier <laughs> with flower. All and then I'll appear every midnight once a month. Okay, and then eventually, well, I'll probably traumatize the kids so much that they'll just create a distraction, and then I will rob the house. <laughs> That's my first con. That's pretty good. It's simple, which I, is what I like. <laughs> it's uh... I, it's basically robbery. Yeah, but I call it the ghost of your dead dad con. That's my first one. I'm new. <laughs> Cut me some slack. I'm new to this. I know. You're, yeah, you know. The <laughs> second, alt- I do have a backup plan yeah. if that goes already. Like, if I get caught. Yeah, okay. Convincing that, these is kids that, that, that I'm a ghost. For, is what? that Aubrey? Is that Aubrey? Con- A-W-R-Y, Aubrey? Never heard of that. Moment. It is an English word. Is it Conish or? Oh, con men do typically use English when they're right. in... In the United States. Yeah, that makes sense. Sometimes with an East European accent, though. Sure. I, I'm going to carry a hatchet. <laughs> if things go awry, yeah. <laughs> and then I will cut up the parents and oh, the children. Okay. And then rob them. Okay. Well, you could just start with that. That's, that's plan B. Okay. I that's call a good it, con, too. I call it the chop em up con. <laughs> Chop, chop them up, chop them up. So anyway, as I'm working on becoming a con man, I figured it would be fun to include it in the show. (laughs) So in this season of Halfway Okay, Mm. the fifth season, I'm going to throw a con out there and see if you guys can pick up on it. To win the con contest, (laughs) I want you to send me $100, (laughs) and that puts you in. You can win... No, sorry. I'm thinking of a joke. Oh, you could win $200, Asterisk. By... <laughs> yeah. So send in that money or Sean gets hurt. Uh-oh. I'm a con man. Uh-oh. I'm new! <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Boy, well, I tell you what's not a con. I'm not done with oh, my con. Okay. <laughs> By all means. I was thinking of doing some other cons where like I'll capture people. Mm. And then when they wake up, there'll be like these devices on them. Yeah. That would kill them, but they have to like cut the key out of their eyeball. Okay. Doesn't sound familiar. I think it's pretty original. Yeah, I think it's really... It's, it's basically, I'm going to con people like they do in Saw. <laughs> One of the great con films of our time. <laughs> A really good heist series. <laughs> they technically heist people. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Did I ever tell you about Death Saw? <sighs> no. Uh, back when... Back before I was a con man, I was... <laughs> I worked uh, in group homes for people with developmental disabilities. Mm. And one of my guys there that I worked with the longest time, Chris, fucking loved the Saw movies. And he came up with his very own original version <laughs> of the character. And his was called Death Saw. <laughs> his <coughs> Death Saw is awesome. His yeah. like line is... Hey, you want to play a death game? Is this real? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. So, like, based on that, though, I'm not sure if you can just say no, and then you are free from the death game. I feel like he'd respect that. The death games are not fair. Yeah. Uh, Chris would, like, just, like, wing them as he would talk about them, but it'd be like, here are the rules. In 30 seconds, you will die. If you win the game, you die. (laughs) Shit like that. (laughs) Wow. One of the best times, though, uh, was he was, like, doing a real long one and then, like, just throwing stuff up, making it up as he went. And he was, like, uh, oh, in the death game, uh, and, like, in five minutes, you'll get run over by a reindeer. <laughs> like, he was just, like, pulling stuff from the grandma got ran yeah. over by a reindeer. What would most, most conmen do? But then I laughed too much at that, and he caught on. So he started forcing the oh. humor into it. And death, death saw was never the same. That sucks. Yeah. R.I.P. Death saw. R.I.P. <laughs> I would get the twist, but Death saw is actually a notorious murderer, so I don't feel like we should honor him. No, I don't. Yeah, I won't do that. So yeah, I'm gonna be a con man. <laughs> well, good. Um, Send in that money, or Sean will get hurt. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> You know what's not going to hurt is this fresh break we got here. Can you believe it? Halfway Okay, we'll be right back. Got a question or a comment? Need some life advice? Just want to say hi? We here at Halfway Okay would love to hear from ya. How do you do that, you ask? Well, it's easy, a little paperclip. Just email us at halfwayokay at gmail.com or leave us a cool voicemail message at 937-848-1112. With so many cool ways to stay in touch, I'm surprised you guys ever shut up. <laughs> Halfway Okay, your one-stop shop for all your macaroni info news needs. Now back to Halfway Okay. So we're back. And thanks for listening to that break. I know they're, they're not very long, so you really have no excuse. Um, I uh, So our last episode, we talked about a couple of things. Uh, and we got some, some uh, sweet listener feedback about these things. Um, 
We got one person's double dipping on the voice. Someone levels. better have fucking called in about Congo. We did. Got some Congos. All right. Good. All right. So let's start with Congo. Okay. Uh, Was Giovanni Ribisi in Congo? I, I, let's find out. I wish. Uh, here's one. You might remember him from Avatar. We're not. There's no way I can play this entire one. Because okay. this is this is from old Blabbermouth, who just leaves the <laughs> longest voicemails of all time. So I might skip around a bit. Okay. I also didn't listen to it because it was too long. He's. This is Chris. This is maybe sometimes listener casual listener Chris. Maybe listener Chris, official Sean of the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Very long winded, hard to listen to. Wow. Talking about him. Well. He has a very well kept beard. I'm trying not. trying to make him feel real bad about himself. I'm not trying he's, to do that. He's a Sean Green of the listeners. Uh, wait, come on, I'm, I'm talking good. about him. <laughs> this, this Giovanni Ravisi. Yeah, I don't even know. I love he, him. Okay, I didn't think I liked him because he was a bad man in Avatar. Here it is. But he has created this Jason Segel like redemption story. Thank God for him. Okay, can we do this for 20, 20 minutes? Do you want seven minutes? <laughs> Let's start this over. I have to tell you that the movie Congo is one of my favorites, and I have to tell you about it in detail. <sighs> who Tim Curry plays. Tim Curry plays... Hold on, stop for a second. He says one of his favorite movies? Yeah. So he's probably seen it recently. Oh, so there's this... Disqualified. Oh. I don't want to hear people who know about the fucking movie. Perfect. I want to hear people who like are mixing it up with other stuff <laughs> and barely remember little things. Okay. If here's the thing. <laughs> In 2018, yeah. when you think about the movie Congo, you should remember <laughs> the poorly CGI'd apes jumping into lava at yeah, the end. Yeah, that should be the first thought. And Amy talking, the fucking yeah. gorilla doing sign language Green and talking. backpack. That's it. Yes. Okay, well, we Sean had... hit the microphone. I there. did not. That was all Donnie. Very, um, unlo- very non-Giovanna Ribisi-esque. Get conned. Hi, halfway okay fam. This is James Brubaker. I'm a couple episodes behind because I was uh, in Belize for my honeymoon. I had a funny story. Oh, wait. This is the old Belize one. Always fucking calling in about Belize. Hold on. That's that's the wrong one. I thought thought (laughs) that that was him making a joke, like just saying that again. But no, it is your your ineptitude. Yes. You're definitely like the Chris of the podcast. Also, a black denim jacket's on a denim jacket, in my opinion. But you're a cheetah, and I'm not, so that's good. All right, you ready? Hi, Halfway Okay. This is James Brubaker. I'm taking you up on the challenge to try to remember the plot of Congo. I had to think long and hard about it, but I'm pretty that's sure good. it's that movie. It's about these two grifters who uh, come up with a contest to try to see who can swindle the most money out of one of their marks. Is he uh, just... One of them... Hold on. Is he just like explaining the this podcast episode? I don't know. And this, it sounds like Congo to me, but it is kind of funny the parallels. That always fucking happens. Huh. Weird. Hmm. Matrix, man. Okay. Friends, an uh, Asian widow try to get her inheritance that was left behind by her. Asian widow? That's the thing that lives inside of your heart that comes out of your mouth during the doctor times. I think he said aging, not oh. Asian widow. Ringu. Okay. Seeks 
husband. The other one befriends the inventor of some trifling 90s thing. I think it was slap bracelets or something along Where those lines. Where the fuck lines. is he? Um, but the thing is, is they both end up befriending a, oh, Marks. He's in a hospital right now. <laughs> and Aww. his wife is like in critical condition. And he's just fucking calling a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, baby. Hold on. Let's dial it back a little bit. There we go. Slap bracelets or something along those lines. Um, but Sir, the thing you, is, is there's it, no cell phones in the X-ray room. <laughs> Real quick, hold on. <laughs> okay, let's let's go back because he has bits he's doing. Since okay. was left behind by her deceased husband, the other one befriends the inventor of some trifling '90s thing. I think it was slap bracelets or something along those lines. Um, but the thing is, is they both end up befriending Marks. Uh, and so they find other ways to raise money, so they'll look to the other grifter like they actually swindled all this money out of out of uh, their marks. And then the this movie is very got similar to Sneaky Pete. Came <laughs> because at the end of the movie, when they get together, the one grifter says to the other, "So uh, how's that Congo?" <laughs> like, <laughs> a lot of that. The middle part there. <laughs> Here's the thing. I didn't listen to that. I didn't listen to this before. I was like, oh, James, great. I know he doesn't. The middle part of that is very similar to Sneaky Pete. That's so funny. Wow. The layers on this show. Like a big old butter layer cake. Well, mostly coincidence mixed with old Man, trick can you believe it, guys? We are definitely in a simulation Joe Rogan. Um, Man. And also disqualified. That was. I feel like he was being very facetious about well, the Congo. I guess. Uh, oof. Did anyone for real fucking call in about <laughs> no, Congo? No, I guess that's it. It's just these fucking jokesters and jivers. <laughs> there was one other one from uh, from the Sean of the Friendship Club, Chris. Chris. Uh huh. They're not Congo related. This is something official. Different. Maybe listener Chris. Uh huh. And official. Hero of the show, James Brubaker. Mm-hmm. Co-enemies of the show. Oh, my gourd. That's Stop terrible. Messing with my Congo feelings. I just want one person to try to enjoy not remembering Congo with me. I mean, I can do it, but I feel like I, I feel I like want I it to be did. a group thing. I don't know. I like creating these things where I can bond with people. <laughs> Get furbied. All right, we got... We got a couple more uh, juicies here. We haven't had a good voicemail in like twenty years. There's there's some in here. This one's not. See, the thing is, even talking. This is Chris again. The, Didn't even say hello. No. Like some kind of. It's about Stephen uh, Hawking. Was this a continuation of his last voicemail? Uh, who knows? He leaves like six, and then this one's about Stephen Hawking. It's a little edgy, so everyone calm down. Okay unassailable folder of arcane knowledge that no normal person could touch. He wasn't real. And I don't mean he was faking his fucking disease or whatever. I mean he was a vegetable. Whoa, edgy. He was a vegetable man in a chair. That's rude. Boy, he was also popular. And so the truth is that he was used as a puppet. He was a puppet man used to give voice to the pet series of a secret cabal of uh, physicists and, and shit at Cambridge University. They just 
and go. Is this the shit about how like Dave Chappelle was replaced by a reptilian clone? I, he he goes on. Why the fuck's everyone like? Uh, you know, I'm gonna call the hotline. I better go to a noisy field, <laughs> filled filled with beeping sounds and car noises. It goes on. At Cambridge University, they just they'd go in the back room of whatever studio where he was giving his interviews, and they would just type out their answers to his to questions asked to him. Oh, uh, because his voice box was a speak so why to he talk. Contradicted himself so much. And it was always all about the whole, oh, you got beaten up by a tentacle thing. I don't know what he's talking about now. Well, you got beaten up by a tentacle. Like right, what did he say? I don't know. Uh, that's an interesting theory, though. I've never heard of uh, Stephen Hawkman being a puppet for the Cambridge College cabal. So his theory is basically that Stephen Hawking was like a Showtime pizza <laughs> android. <laughs> oh, Showbiz Pizza. <laughs> or... Like a more complex big mouth Billy Bass con. <laughs> yes. Why the fuck is Stephen Hawking always singing Take Me to the River? <laughs> don't worry. Be happy. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's true. Get conned, Chris. <laughs> um, boy, we, yeah, we're, we're knocking him out of the park with these voicemails today. I still can't believe the James one. That really delights me. Um, it was just as bad as the rest. I have another. I have another nice voicemail that I'd like to to finish things out on. But we also need to get back to uh, something from last episode that you uh, I didn't get a chance to go to, which is uh, a, a, another beautiful, bright, cheery, delicious, creamy uh, 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 universe. Mm. that might be useful for everybody. Lay it on me. Five, seven, five syllables. Sex created love. Best place to put orgasms. Thinking is turned off. Best place to put orgasms? Yeah. yeah. Best place to... Sex created love. It's the Sex created love. Best place to put orgasms. Thinking is turned off. Hmm. I don't know about you, but when I'm having an O, I'm like, oh, my peener, my peener. Okay, <laughs> this is gross. Go on. Stu's voicemail. Yeah. Sex created love. Because really, love is, uh, wh- what the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, this is a different kind of love. Hey. Yeah, uh, you know, foods and things like that, but emotional love between people, it's another thing. Did he, like, find a place yeah. to put his orgasm at the beginning of that sentence? <laughs> I don't know. It's possible. Sex created that. And that's because of orgasms. Orgasms are the most powerful experience we can have all day. All day orgasm. I'll have what he's having. <laughs> My peener. Okay, so this is pretty, pretty immature. He's 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 speaking truth. I just well, can't like, handle I, it. I didn't expect it. I, like because <laughs> the way you mentioned it before, you were like, 
You were like, I thought Stu left a voicemail about coming. Well, that's how you fucking phrased it. And yeah, then it's, it's like, funny. A, oh. no, I know. I was being funny. And you know, he's, this is fine. Okay, we're, uh, it's good. So, an imaginary thing was invented by um, a powerful physical event. And thinking is turned off. When you have an orgasm, you can't, you can't, can't do math. Just like your I can't brain do math, and I never get orgasms. <laughs> Thinking is turned off. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay, that's an abrupt end. Thank you, Uncle Stu. That, and I think, I, I think what he's kind of getting at is, well, I don't know what he's getting at. Are we tricking our? It's that whole that goes back to that whole like, are we tricking ourselves into loving things because we have that? Our peener gets all creamy. <laughs> what? What else are you supposed to say? It. I think after hearing that statement, <laughs> Julie's love for you will become imaginary. Oh, oh, I love you. I'm just putting my stuff in a different house. <laughs> Uh, well, I think, I mean, I think on an, even on an evolutionary scientific basis, love is an actual thing. Yeah. I, I mean, it, here's the thing. I don't, and I, I say this about everything. I say this about God. I say this about every single thing. We are not smart enough to know what anything is. Yeah. Just because you listen to radio lab doesn't mean you're a scientist. We are shit. But you know who wasn't shit? This secret cabal behind <laughs> Stephen Hawkman's voice box manipulations. I hear they're replacing his orgasms with spider eggs. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> now, that's a con. Um, <laughs> gross. Whew. Well, we have one more voicemail. We got a lot of voicemails this time around. I loved it. Um, <laughs> uh Congo, did you um, did you do you actually love all the voicemails? Or are you just coming? <laughs> Come on, kids, listen to this. I can't see your hands. Well, yeah, they're right here. Um, it's okay. Well, we do. We, you want to do one more voicemail? Sure. This is a, this is a point, a discussion point. That can't be I, any worse than some of the ones we've already received. This one's primo. This one has the potential of being. It's the right. It's the right combination of like. You'll hear it. After description. Hey, Sean and Danny, it's Anna Elaine. You may remember me from such outings as, oh, I don't know, a couple weeks ago when we went to go see The Strangers together. Or anyway. from that thing you do. <laughs> this is, I want to clarify, this is not Giovanni Ribisi. No. <laughs> not even close. Who you might know from that thing you do. <laughs> what a sneaky Pete. All right, can we continue yeah. this for two seconds? I went to magic school with Danny several years ago, so that's how I, I know that fella. Well, we didn't go to ma- a magic school. <laughs> I didn't go to Hogwarts, but we were in a class on magic. Oh, is that what that meant? Yeah. Also, I, wanted, I want everyone to, to take note here. Listen to the, the lack of background clatter clutter in this voicemail. She's very articulate and clear mouth. She's not eating Skittles. And <laughs> James the- Brubaker was in a hospital <laughs> laying on the hood of a running semi truck. Yeah. <laughs> With a plate of brisket right in front of him that he was just slicking his chops. 
burning hot nacho cheese was like pouring onto his face the entire time. That was a sizzling noise. Yes. Yes. That <laughs> that that beep was the truck driver being uh, like, I gotta take this shit to fucking Poughkeepsie. I get look, Brubaker. I get you leaving your voicemail, but come on, I gotta work. Oh my god. That it's still crazy. I'm just yeah. angling to use that voice, so it's I had to create that scenario. Poughkeepsie. Where is that? Guam? New York? Okay. But anyway, I'm calling because I have a question. It's been keeping me up at night for several nights because I have apparently nothing else to think about. And with uh, all your sitcom expertise, I feel like you'd be great people to help me with this. Uh, question is, is I would like to create a D&D party of sorts full of characters based off of characters from the hit TV show Night Court. It's okay. Already, best voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> all around. I I think if there's a running theme where most of the men that call this show <laughs> just become bozos on the phone. And then the women tend to yeah. leave pretty good voicemails. Yeah. You're like a, you're like a Ben Folds. Yeah. <laughs> hey, my Ben Folds. Hey, Shakabra, buddy boo. You might remember me from that thing you do. <laughs> so what we're doing is creating a Dungeons and Dragons party from Night Court characters. Yeah, and she kind of goes on to 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 fill out. Well, Harry's clearly the wizard. Well, okay. Well, let's let's listen to her what she thinks. She kind of fills it out, but I feel like it could use some massaging and that little halfway okay touch. That is why you guys keep paying us. So far, I have a barbarian named Bull, which is great. But I'm which I could see that, but no, he he rages out so little. When does I he rage like out on that show? It, it was maybe only once or twice just to show that, oh, he could lift the table and or snap it in two. Like, I feel like he, I don't know if Bull, I feel like Bull would just be like. Bull is not a PC. You would find him in the monster manual. <laughs> well, if, okay. He was a Martian. He wasn't. A, he went to Jupiter, but he wasn't from Jupiter. Pretty sure at he was the very from, end, no, yeah, at he was the very a fucking end, Martian. No, no, he had an opportunity to go to Jupiter. I I very, very well remember the last episode of Night Court, sir. That makes real sense. Aliens just give you the option of being abducted. Yeah, he's like an ambassador. Anyway. I ain't buying it. Okay, well, she specifically says in this voicemail that they're all human characters and they're all player characters. Okay. So, given, that inf- given those limits, Bull... Barbarian, I don't like it. Yeah, he doesn't, doesn't seem... He seems more reserved. Yes, I could see him as... Just go uh, fighter. Fighter's good. I feel like a lot of them would be fighters. Uh, Dan is clearly a thief. Well, let's, let's continue. Oh. Struggling with the other characters. For example, I think it's pretty clear to me that maybe Roz Russell would be a fighter of Absolutely. sorts. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, one of those fighters that, like, uses, like, has, like... I don't know, is really armored and maybe uses a shield to bash shit a lot. I could see that. I was picturing like a fist weapon in one hand and yeah. then like a chain in the other. <laughs> okay, that's, yeah, that's better. <laughs> yes, Roz definitely. Um, she doesn't go into the other like bailiffs. Like, she doesn't go into Selma and she doesn't go into, uh, there's no mention I don't of Billy. I remember those oh, people. The one that, there's like two ones that were kind of clones of each other that just smoked all the time. And there was a different uh, attorney, Billy, but we, she doesn't get into that. It's the main, it's the main. Yeah, that's why I figured. Um, okay, let's continue. Mac would be hard. And she, yeah, she struggles with Mac. 
and that maybe Christine Sullivan would be a paladin. I could see that. But I can't. Right? I mean, she's just out of everyone in that show, she has the most conviction. She doesn't. She's always like wavering and stuff and unsure. That's not true. She stands. Mm. She stands by her guns. I don't know. Even even when she made that agreement with Dan, even though this is kind of you know whatever, she goes by her own code agreement. She made an agreement with Dan. I forget what the bet was, but remember it was one of those things where like if this stuff happens, I will sleep with you. Remember that episode? Mm-mm. It's very awkward. I haven't seen Night Court in like thirty years. Oh, I think about it every day. Okay to pin down Mac or Judge Stone. I'm, I'm struggling here. Can you help me out? She goes on. She goes on. I'll basically, I'll basically. Uh, Actually, I'll, Harry's definitely a bard. She says bard. But what I think he is. Because he has access to magic and musical instruments. But I will say this. I feel like, I feel like Harry would be more of an illusionist. Eh. Right? Bards can do shit like that. I know, but. I don't know. She also thinks Dan Fielding would be a bard when he would absolutely be a rogue. Yeah, one hundred percent. Since this isn't World of Warcraft. Well, it's well, it's Dungeons and Dragons. It's rogues. It's thief. She also specifically mentions Fifth now? Edition. Yeah, it's Fifth oh, Edition. That's stupid. Okay. Well, um, she, in the Mac, she she thinks wizard because he's kind of clerical and stuff. So, I think cleric's just who you give the fucking person you really can't think of something to. Well, wizard. I mean, no, he, she said wizard because I don't he know is. about wizard. Like when it comes to sitcoms, I I feel like there's very few characters that stand out as a definite wizard. Yeah. Like the Fonz is clearly a fucking wizard. <laughs> I, okay, I guess. But he, he's all rough and scrappy, Trumbull. He clearly illustrates magical powers. I know. Episode after episode. I, I don't think we're helping that much with this. Dan is Dan's not a bard. Dan is no. definitely a rogue or thief. Uh, Christine, I could see her being a a, a, a paladin, pretty, pretty maybe well. like a, a tree dancer. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, I feel like is either a bard or an illusionist, or if he's a bard, he he look works more on trick 'em ups yeah. than than uh, than playing an instrument. His dual class, yeah, and then. Uh, but yeah, the, I don't I don't necessarily agree with Bull being a barbarian just because he's not. He's not ragey. No. He's very calm and yeah. kind. When I when I'm thinking, I'm just pulling from different sitcoms. Yeah, let's do that. Sure. Just pull from different sitcoms who we feel like fit certain classes cuz when I think sitcom barbarian, yeah. The very first Well, the, now there's a couple of seconds, but the first person that comes to mind is Jack Arnold. Jack Arnold. Kevin Arnold's dad on The Wonder Years. <gasps> oh, Jesus, a barbarian? Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, I can see that. Wow. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't rage out that much. Though. Oh, he does. Uh, also, I would say Hayden Fox for a barbarian. Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay, this is okay. Maybe he derives his strength from his fury. That's what leads the screaming eagles to victory. I could, you know, who would be a good cleric, even though he doesn't actually have healing powers in the show because there's no magic in the show. Well, there's some magic at some point, but. I think Carl Winslow would make a really good cleric. I feel like hmm. he's got a... No, that's a paladin. You think Carl? Oh, oh, yeah. Huh. No one fucking sticks to his conventions, conventions, convictions and value as much as Carl Winslow does. I guess. But me, he gets really mad at Steve sometimes. But they're still friends every time. Well, Remember that one, three, two, one, one, two, three? 
Ay, ay, what the heck is bothering me? <laughs> yo! Yo, Steve! It's remember. One, two, three. Three, two, one. What the heck is going on? <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. What would Steve be? A fucking goddamn nuisance. A hobgoblin. <laughs> <That's>, well, <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. Steve it, Steve would be an NPC that captures Laura in a castle and creates fucking golems. Oh, made yeah. out of her hair. Yeah, that, that campaign ends with you beheading Steve Urkel. Man, remember when we were <laughs> we were talking about making our uh our giant expanded sitcom universe D and D campaign? Yeah. That was so fun. That was neat. That would have been really cool. I feel like that's Steve Urkel was a little different in that. I feel like something he one of his experiments created this universe. What in that original thing? Yeah. No, no, no. It was it was uh, the uh, the the evil Steve <laughs> Steveville Urkel. Remember the, <laughs> yeah. the, the evil one from the Halloween episode? Yeah. He what it, what was it? He like he basically figured out how to 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 access the multiverse of sitcoms, and then we were forming a. But it was not like it was one hundred percent these characters from these sitcoms, not like a fantasy version of Al Bundy. It was just Al Bundy. Yeah. Well, I know like. Uh... Because we were trying to limit it to like kind of one person from a show, mm-hmm. like as a major role. I know Carl was the leading force from Family Matters. Yes, and two powerful characters like Fonz were off limits. Yeah, he Fon- would maybe you'd go for like a sage like advice you get. From yeah, Fonzie's the sitcom Gandalf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is all. <laughs> so yeah, you came to the right place. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably one of the better ones. Yeah, um, man, that was. Did we write notes on that? I need to go back and see if we found that. I think that was, we just sat and that was fun about it. That was real fun. Dude, did um, we leave any characters out? What was that fucking old lady? What was, what was her name? From Night Court? I think she was a like a bailiff or something too. Yeah, that's Selma. Oh, okay. And yeah, she she was from she died, and yeah. then they were replaced with Roz. Yeah, she's just another hobgoblin. Oh yeah, another reason that Phil or Phil that, that Dan Fielding would definitely be a, a rogue over a bard is I feel like a bard would not treat a lackey like the way he does Phil, his homeless man lackey. Remember that? Why wouldn't a bard do that? It just doesn't seem right. Most musicians seem to... There's a lot of shitty musicians like <laughs> in the way of treating people. I guess you're right. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sure fucking uh, Selena Gomez never <laughs> fucking mistreats her lackeys. <laughs> He let me eat. Uh, <laughs> one of, I don't know if Selena Gomez is mean or not. I'm just was trying to think of someone. You heard it here first, TMZ. She's awful and a neo-Nazi. Is that true? Allegedly, um, according to a story I made up. Uh, asterisk. Asterisk. So uh, yeah, yeah, it was a very nice call. Thank you so much. So, okay, but let's but, yeah, continue on in the oh, world. Yes. Uh, how about we move a little south? To a bar Harry likes to go to, and what do you think about some of the Cheers characters? Oh, well, oh God, Sam! Oh man, Sam's a rogue. Uh, was hmm, Lilith is a necromancer. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could see Fraser being a wizard of sorts. Yeah. Uh, 
Cliff Clavin being a failed wizard or like he's a fighter, but he says he's a wizard. Like he, his stats are all wrong for whatever he's saying that he's doing. You know what I mean? What if uh, he was like a chef that's traveling along to get recipes? That was my character. (laughs) That's what Sean's fantasies are is making a cookbook. I had a character in one of our D and D campaigns that never ended up happening where I, when Sean goes to bed at night, he he dreams about releasing cookbooks with dragon steaks in them. I think it I thought it was fun that it was a character. No, actually I did like that character. Thank you. Speaking of dreams. Yeah. They go on at night. Yeah. I don't know the words to that. What? I had a dream. <laughs> what? I had a dream where I quit the podcast. Oh. The other week. Wow. Uh, and it was your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But, and in this dream, there are many red flags that I should have been like, oh, this is a fucking dream. But you did the most fucking Sean thing ever well, in this dream. It doesn't sound like me. I was at a bookstore. Okay. Which is red flag number one that I should not have seen you. <laughs> In this stream. <laughs> but I had uh, my messenger bag that I often bring to the show. Mm-hmm. I had that with me. And I had, this was just after I went camping. Although it was too cold for Matt to camp. So we just hiked around that day. That's a story for another time. Mm. Not really. But uh, I, it was just after I camped. And whatever in my dream, I had that messenger bag. But I had some of my camping stuff in there. And... The fucking, this lady behind the the counter was like, oh, you can't, you know, you can't carry that bag around here. You're going to be stealing stuff. So I like set my bag on the table and I was like, I was like, you know, you can look through it. I don't give a fuck, whatever. So I'm walking around looking and then all of a sudden there's this big uproar and everyone's like freaking out because the lady looked through my bag or whatever and I had some camping shit in there and she found some like bullets, <laughs> not a gun. Yeah. Just like bullets or whatever. And so, like, I'm walking up. I'm like, okay, you know, I can defuse this situation. It's fucking not a big deal or whatever. And then you're there. <laughs> and you were like, thanks for putting us in danger. <laughs> <laughs> in the shittiest way ever. And I just, like, got, like, super pissed and quit the show. And then I woke up. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like me. <laughs> you instantly leapt to defend the fucking <laughs> shitty clerk's stance. Well, who has bullets in their pockets? Most you're people. Gonna th- well, you're going to throw them at people? That's harsh. Everyone should have bullets in their pockets. <laughs> what if you're running a scam on some children? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Often, when I'm conning these children into thinking that I'm the ghost of their dead parent, yeah. I'll create like a false arm, and then my other arm will be pushing bullets out between you know where my button up shirt buttons up yeah i'll be like oh i was shot <laughs> i mean that's <laughs> that's a good con i have a good reason to have bullets. I'm your parrot child <laughs> i was shot by your false dad oh that's a good angle yeah, I didn't think about that. I, let's go into business together con business call it con ops or con air or con air <laughs> fucking People need to calm down about Nicolas Cage. Like, it's been so many years of people He's being like, right. just quit talking about him. 
It's be- Stop. It's better. Like, there's still people that, like, make Chuck Norris jokes. It's it, you know, it's it's at that level now. Walmart, I'm it's sure, has a Nick Cage binder that you can get for school. Like, it's it's obnoxious. I'm just so t- I'm just so tired of it. Getting new material. Getting new things to be excited about. Like, yeah, figure it, it out. It's not as bad as Chuck Norris. But, yeah, I, I understand what you mean. I'm just tired of it. But, I mean, Nick Cage still does movies, so that's why. And yeah. Still- well, Chuck Norris is still going to clan rallies. Did you uh, did you ever see Nick Cage in uh, the Eminem biopic Eight Millimeter? <laughs> he did a really good job. <laughs> I've made Eight Mile Eight Millimeter jokes since before those movies it's, existed. <laughs> it's very good jokes. I was thinking of uh, dumb Greg Nichols the other day. Oh, be nice to Greg. No, I was in a similar dumb Greg Nichols situation. What's that? Uh, My uh, computer chair, I broke one of the legs on it. How embarrassing. Well, it's like 10 years old, and Mm -hmm. I threw myself into it and broke (laughs) one of the legs. But I was thinking, what would be the most embarrassing chair to break? And I think it would be the electric chair. <laughs> if the last thing you did was break a fucking electric chair, and then you probably just died from complications on the ground. That's the way. <laughs> like one of the legs would just like have stabbed through you and staked you. I feel like that's the way Greg Nichols is going to go out of this world. <laughs> a fitting end to a fitting end. I don't know. I couldn't finish that and make it funny or clever. A fitting end. To not fitting in this chair. Oh. And then he looks at the camera. He's like, I've never felt like I could fit anywhere in this world. I guess it's why I conned those people to death. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> and then uh, the mayor yeah. <laughs> yeah. feels bad. Aww. And like. Kind of sympathetic, yeah. but he still has to make an example out of Greg. Yeah. So they bronze his body <laughs> and, and put it and put it in the town square with the big sign that says "Goofus." Ah, <laughs> R.A.P. Greg, we miss you. <laughs> Let me have the buzz cord. Okay, get buzzed with the buzz coordination. Yeah, hand me that cord that causes all these problems. Greg Nichols, dead goofus, gone, but not forgotten. Slow fade. Oh, I like it. All right, rotten heck! Oh come on! Um. <laughs> I don't even know what we were talking about. Uh, My court ravioli. This Giovanni Ribisi. <laughs> okay, we're done. Is Every- <laughs> so good. <laughs> Everyone, thank you so much for listening to our program. Thank you so much for telling your friends about it. Winky, winky. Get an Amazon Prime membership and watch Sneaky Pete. Or skip it and watch Cabin Boy grow up. Um, everyone, thank you so much. 
Have a great day. Uh, um, am I forgetting anything? Send in $100 for the con contest. You can win up to $150 asterisk, and you will save Sean from bodily harm. All right. Goodbye. <laughs>